Yes, I am a pirate. Two hundred years too late. The cannons don't thunder. There's nothing to plunder. I'm an over forty victim of fate. Arriving too late. Arriving too late. What's up, Bob Pirate Nation? What up? Pod one oh seven. Week four NFL. What's up? What's up, Joey? So you have to forgive me tonight. I might have some sneezes and coughs on the pod tonight. You know, I, I give the daycare that my kids go to eight hundred dollars a week, and in return they give me every strain of uh, viruses on Earth. So good all exchange the there. Yeah, all the COVID. Yep. So this is the final week before the big divisional games start. The yeah, rivalry think, week, right? So. We'll see how teams are looking. I wanted to talk about a couple headlines, you know, that I feel like got kind of swept under the the rug this week. Usher was named the Super Bowl halftime act. Big fan. So I was happy about that. I'm I'm glad glad to hear the music overplaying right now. Uh, Feels good. (laughs) Yes. A piece up, A Town Down. It was that selfish 08 bitch Taylor Swift who stole the headlines. Uh, I think that's what happened. I think she did it on purpose. I think she did it on purpose. Is she 08 for sure? Or? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Born in 1989. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, okay. So all those 08 bitches were born. <laughs> so back to Usher then. Like, you think, like, Lil Jon comes out? Like, that's what I'm hoping. Maybe yeah. Ludacris. That'd yeah. be great. Yeah, it's whoever Jay Z can get because I guess he's in charge of uh, hiring the act and putting it all together. So, all right, cool. We'll have to do a little research and see, and maybe we can put some prop bets down on who's going to show up. Early prop bets on Super Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) I I won't play the clip right now of our old uh, Super Bowl where where you predicted the score right on the dot. That was that was way back in the day, Atlanta and New New England. England. I'm pretty sure that was the comeback year. Yeah. Man, that would have been good. Uh, what's up? What else? Anything else? Nope, that's it. All right, let's get into it. Boss of the week. Boss of the week. Who you got first, Joey? All right, first nomination, Keenan Allen. So quick, he's so elusive, and he can throw on the move. 49. Double pass, double pass. He's going to throw down the sideline. Williams wide open. Mike Williams with the catch, and he'll walk in for the touchdown. So I've been fading this guy for the last two years, and he's been making me look dumb. Back-to-back monster games. Uh, He's wide receiver two right now, and he might even start getting even more targets now that Mike Williams is out for the year. Keenan Allen, just outperforming right now. I just didn't expect it. He's only 31 years old. It feels like he's 40 years old. Yeah, it seems like he's been around for a while, but yeah, like that pick. Uh, Here's what I did. I went Swift, and not not Taylor, but DeAndre. Swift! Sixteen went over Antoine Winfield, and what a carry for DeAndre Swift of 26 yards. 16 rushes for 130. He 
he's got 305 yards over the last two games. He, he's not really – I don't think he's put put in the end zone because, like we were talking about before we started the pod, Jalen Hurts gets all that goal line looks. So – but still being a bossing up, I think, DeAndre Swift. And I, I think he looks the swaggiest uh, with that blackout and the number zero as a running back. Just, just swaggy. I love it. That's probably hurts your heart because you got Kenneth Gainwell on your roster, right? Well, I mean, everything hurts my heart at this point. Right. They're still splitting carries. So it's, yeah, Swift has just looked better when he's gotten the ball for sure. For sure. All right. Second nomination rookie quarterback CJ Stroud. Third down two officially. Mike Boone is in at running back. Stroud to throw in the end zone and jumping. He held on. Robin Jordan has a Texan touchdown. And Stroud continuing to put up big numbers for Houston. Yep, so that was my pick last week. I picked the Texans to cover against the Jaguars. They ended up beating them straight up. And not only that, they pounded them. So CJ Stroud going on the road and easily beating the defending AFC South champs, if that even means anything. I don't think it really does. But, you know, it's really nice to see an Ohio State quarterback that can that can complete some passes in the NFL. I'm like, and get a win. Yeah, Justin Fields. We're not going to get into that, though. I promised the audience. I already got all my Bears uh, talk out of the way. So CJ Stroud. Yeah, your Bears rant was last week. So and the week there's before. nothing left to say. They fucking suck. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, just looking at my pick for number two, I, I do realize I do have a little bit of uh, a little bit of a theme again this week, and, and it's RB. So for my second boss of the week, I've got your boy, K9. Smith on a handoff. Walker. Nobody there. Walker takes it in for the score. 18 rushes, 97 yards, and two tutties last week. Love me some K9. Yep, he looks good. You know, it got me a little worried. I saw Zach Charbonnet got like 40% of the snaps or something like that uh, last week, but still got a good performance out of Ken Walker. But just something to keep my eye on. Uh, well, I, I have your handcuff for him, so you need Yeah, it. I needed that miracle, too, from Ken Walker after uh, Hawkinson dropped that touchdown from Cousins. Sorry, mm-hmm. Jeremy. That's right. I'm going to give you my third because I'm just on this RB train, but it's got to be, and it might be yours. I don't know if you have this guy. Uh, Devon A-Chain. In a variety of ways, as you have seen, second and six. Berrios on the move, pitch out A-Chain, blocked by Berrios, blocked by Armstead. Look at him dive! Look at him score! 203 on the ground and 30 as a receiver. Four of the eight tutties for the Finns last week, so... Sat on a lot of people's benches, I would guess, but holy shit. But they have 70 combine, combined points, the RBs for the Dolphins. It was a ridiculous. Mostert yeah. had a, a great game, too. Yep. Yeah. Did you see the note from Adam Schefter that it's not A-Chain, it's A-Chan now, oh. apparently. Well, all the podcasts that I listen to say A-Chan. <laughs> well, I mean, if we're going by that vocabulary then your name isn't jake it's jack because the e apparently doesn't count at the end of a chan i don't know that's weird i looked it up on the internet the internet says it's a cane is how you would pronounce it so whatever i hate how people just think they can say however they want to pronounce their own last name 
there's letters for a reason. There's rules around here. My mom's an English teacher. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of other rules that people don't follow either, but hey. Right. I got to ask you a question. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This nomination is in honor of one of our youngest listeners out there. Brooks Music Robinson. Like it. Great two pitch. The pitch is hit high and deep to left field. The game is over. Brooks Robinson with a three-run homer. And believe it or not, the kids from Baltimore and the veterans from Baltimore win tonight 6-5 to on a Brooks Robinson home run. So the great Baltimore Oriole Brooks Robinson passed away this uh, week. He played 23 seasons in Major League Baseball, all for the Baltimore Orioles. 16 straight gold gloves. Ridiculous. Uh, I looked this up, this little fun fact. He finished playing baseball in 1977, and then the Orioles brought up a guy three years later in 1980, a little guy I like to call Cal Ripken Jr., who ended up playing shortstop and third base for them for the next 21 years. So the Orioles always have a a good third baseman, it seems like. They had, what's his name too? Uh, He's on the Padres now. Uh, Machado. Yeah, Machado was on third, or played third base for him too for a while. So the Orioles, but rest in peace, Brooks Music Robinson. Nice run for the Orioles there. Good 40 40 years on the left side, just, just tearing it up. Yep. For sure. Oh, yeah. Let me pull up the uh, dice. Yeah, let's see who won Boss of the Week this week. All right. Here we go. One. Keenan Allen, I think, right? Yeah, that was all right. That's right. Keenan Allen, Boss of the Week. Pretty good. Pretty good line for him. All right. Speaking of good, let's get into it. The good, bad, and lucky. You ready, Mace? Party people in the place to be. Uh It's about that time. Yeah. I'm really nervous, you guys. Yeah. I'm really nervous for Jake. Um, <laughs> Elizabeth just stares you right in the eye. Jake, stop dropping points. <laughs> Why? What happened? What was the reasoning behind that? I don't... But you know, I hopefully it works out for him because his money is my money. So value, value, Look value. <laughs> Because Jake Music is the 1991 guru. We should almost stop and go smoke right now. <laughs> the good, the bad, and the lucky. I'll start off with my good, the Gens division as a whole. Yeah. It's it's looking very competitive. Like I was predicting at the beginning of the season when you saw their rosters, it, it looked like a, a very tough division to, to win, especially when Byron, or we'll call him now Butter Stradamus, <laughs> I really <laughs> love that nickname that... Uh, Knight came out with uh, looking good. Chad, Jay, even Blaine is in a slouch. So I think that's going to be a hard division to uh, go against as the thugs have found out because they've been playing them for these first four weeks. That's right. That's right. Uh, For me, 
on kind of hits uh, does hit on boss of the week but i had I had a combo of uh justin herbert and keenan allen for my good uh herbert four, 405 yards passing three tutties what do you have i think he had put up uh oh he's 40 for 47 32 fantasy points keenan caught 18 of those uh balls for for 215 yards and 37 points so a boss and the good the good uh so yeah he just killed both of them yep that was a fun game to watch. Okay, I'll, I'll go. My bad is two coaches, Josh Dick McDaniels mm-hmm. and Marcus Freeman. Ooh. So the, the, if you watch that Raiders game, I think it was Sunday night football, the Raiders kicked a field goal when they were down eight points with just over two minutes left in the game versus the Steelers. It was fourth and four from the eight-yard line. And McDaniels, I don't know if he struggled to do subtraction or what what happened there. For some reason, he thought they could get the ball, kick a field goal and get the ball back, but they still have to score a touchdown. Yeah. It was so confusing what was going on right there. And when they asked him about it, his quote, Josh McDaniels' quote was, you're going to need another possession anyways. You know what I mean? No, I don't know what you fucking mean. Eight points can be scored on one possession, Josh. You can't do that now, right? (laughs) It was unbelievably stupid. And the broadcast crew was like, I don't know if this is the right decision. No, it's the wrong fucking decision. Rip his ass right there. Stop being pussies. And I hate that when uh, announcers try and stay politically correct. Like, call it it like you see it. Like, this is one of the worst decisions I've ever seen. Yeah. And let's not forget Notre Dame, Marcus Freeman. Notre Dame uh, lost to Ohio State, obviously, this past weekend. They ran the final two defensive plays against Ohio State with only 10 players on the field. And this was after a timeout. Wow. Get your personnel in, right? And they only, I mean, they only scored by, you know, a couple inches, Ohio State. So maybe one extra player could have won the game for them. So uh, sit the fuck down, Notre Dame. What can I say? Could have made a difference, I guess, if you have 11 guys. Playing 11 on 11, probably a big advantage. Man, all right, my bad, and it was bad. Starting quarterback in my lineup that puts up .6, four picks, sacks seven times. Thanks, Sam Howell. You're bad. How many more points did Joe Burrow score than him? Probably not uh, too much more. Only like eight, because I think he only scored yeah. eight something. So. Yep. You're having a you're having a tough time right now. It's all right. It's all good. Uh, for me, also the lucky, uh, I had the Colts uh, squeaking by. Justin Tucker misses your favorite kickers in general. I know, mm-hmm. but Justin Tucker, you know, misses the the regulation field goal. I think it was in the fifties. I can't remember, but missed it. Gave him a chance. Colts come down, hit a field goal. Of course, uh, we have a gay kicker that hit. Five field goal or yeah, hit five field goals, four of them over fifty yards. So, gay kickers. Is he actually gay? His name is Matt Gay. Oh, (laughs) 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 that's too much kicker talk. Let's move on. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Speaking of the Colts, my lucky is Cree Wigs. AKA come fiesta. <laughs> I, I never did mention, we haven't mentioned that team name. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Those were, those were classic videos back in the day. 
So uh, Cree Wigs, the average margin of victory this season for them is 1.82 points. They've oh, they squeaked win. by. I don't think they've ever. I don't think they've won by more than three so far this season. So every single wow. matchup has been a clencher. Wow! But when you look at their roster, you know, without J.K. Dobbins and then Nick Chubb done for the season, and then Deshaun Watson's been playing terrible, I could see this all coming crashing down for them. But so far, lucky Cree Wigs for sure. I think I had something on them coming up later, but man, uh, I guess I'll figure it out later when we when it comes up. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get into Survivor. Big week of Survivor. We had uh, tonight, season 45 kicks off. I, we had a uh, random draw between uh, the four of us stairs right before uh, we got on the pod. Uh, I did it with my shirt on and didn't broadcast <laughs> it to anybody, but we all picked four Survivors to see what happens just for fun. Uh, like That's I said, awesome. my kids are super into it. Uh, we, missed the, we missed the start of it, so we'll have to probably watch it tomorrow. Uh, but anyways, back to real Survivor. Uh, we we lost six of them this week. Andrew out in the Cowboys, uh, fives out on the Jagoffs, and that was included uh, BJ, our friend BJ, mm. uh, Big Crunch, Kreniak, uh, Rob Lappin, and Survivor Champ. So we have eleven left. All right, let's go. Uh, pick them. Our boy Jay's Jizz picks has a one game lead. On Grr and Andrew's picks. Uh, Grr had a weekly high of 11 <laughs> in week three. So, Greg, keeping it keeping it up there. Good job. Lots of, fav- lots of favorites won, I think, this past week. I think you're probably right, yeah. Uh, DFS, Szymanski pulls it out. Big scores this week. Szymanski, then Dallas, then Andrew, all within like uh, four points of each other, I think. Ironic because Szymanski is a big Baltimore Orioles fan, so we already talked about okay. them uh, this week. So there's the connection. Well, he had some uh, some big points in his lineup. Uh, we've talked about Justin Herbert, Honey Mostert with 41, Gibbs, Debo with 22, Reek with 26, Mike Williams in his knee uh, before the ACL, 21. Uh, your boy Hawkinson, Nico Collins, and Chiefs D with eleven. I think he put up like one seventy-five or something like that. Crazy though, big big week. All right, next up we got. Uh, let's do some jizz picks. Whatever happened to predictability? The milkman, the paperboy, evening TV. Jay's jizz picks. All right, uh, 07 is kind of dominating 08 right now. Kind of? Did you say kind of dominating? We're fucking mashing their brains in right now. They fucking suck besides Jay. 7-3 on the year. 4-1 last week. So we had Chad over Davis 30, Beans over Shafe, Butter over the Drummies, over Tub, and Jay pulls it out over DDS for 08. So 07, wow. 
it's been it's been a long time. I feel like. Or, no, 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 no. Maybe it hasn't. Like maybe it hasn't been. been but I just you you just hear more 08 than than you do 07. So right. Then maybe it's just they're brainwashing me. I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's get into jizz picks. So the first matchup we're gonna look at is yourself, Jake versus yeah. the old sacks. Country crazy, yep. It'll be two eldest members of the league playing, facing off. Each That's right. Year. That's right. Uh, Rick still has Cordero Patterson and Ronald Jones on his roster for some reason. <laughs> Ronald Jones isn't even on a fucking team right now. <laughs> no, he's not. Wake the fuck up, man. Yeah, yeah, it's a big one against number fifteen and number fourteen in the league. Uh, yeah, Yahoo had it pretty even. Uh, I'm really hoping I don't go winless. Uh, I'm picking myself. Sorry, country crazy. Yeah, I'm also leaning your way. James Conner just yeah, continues to chug along and have a decent season. He had, he had a decent season last year and the season before that. So he's just like uh, Keenan Allen, like I was talking about. I keep fading him and he keeps proving me wrong every year. But yeah, I'll, I'll, take, I'll take you. All right, I'll let's get a win here this week. Next matchup, Buzz versus Jimmy. Ooh, man. Uh, so Buzz is getting Boss Camara back from suspension this week. He hasn't put him in his lineup yet. Uh, after he does that, Jeremy's still going to be favored by like 12 points or so. Uh, Jeremy also getting, it sounds like Aaron Jones is coming back this week uh, okay. for Thursday night football against Detroit. Zay Flowers still outscoring uh, A.J. Brown on the season. Yeah, so, you know, Jimmy Jimmy has uh, Josh Allen, obviously. Uh, I think that's going to be a big game this week against Miami, obviously with Tyreek as well. So, But, yeah, on his running backs, like you said, he really needs Aaron Jones because, I mean, we're either talking – you're talking Eli Mitchell then, right? Otherwise. Yeah, I think the problem was Jeremy uh, – Eli Mitchell played on Thursday night football last right. week, and so he kind of got screwed over and had to play – I don't know, C. Brown, Chris Brown, I don't know who that is. Chris Breezy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, why I, that's what I was thinking. Maybe he'll make an appearance with Usher. That would be great. A little, little dance-off maybe or something? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I went Jimmy, though. But I do – I, I am interested to see what Kamara looks like coming back. You know, he's not coming back off an injury, so we'll see what happens, right? Right. A little different coming off of, uh, you know, a beating your girlfriend instead of an injury. Things can yeah. maybe maybe can start hot. Yeah. Broke his hand punching someone else in the face. <laughs> yeah. Well, they'll definitely make sure to try and get him the ball, too, I think, on his first game back. Yeah, I would think so. All right. I'm also taking Jeremy. So next matchup is Joe Finley Bush versus... Tubbin till I'm coming, Big Dog. So Big Dog's team has been straight up pathetic this year. Really bad. I think he's only averaging like 76 so yeah. far this week. Not great. But he is getting back Anthony Richardson and it looks like this uh, guy David Montgomery is coming yeah. back too. That's I, I had the exact same thing. I said he needs A. Rich to come back. You know, Colts get a win without him. I don't really listen to talk radio uh, in Indy very much anymore, but I did have it on for just a slight second uh, while turning on the car before I'd plugged in, uh, you know, my phone. But uh, 
they were talking about like maybe they should start Gardner Minshew, you know, the big win. I'm like, you kicked five field goals. Like, let yeah. A-Rich go back in, man. Yeah. I can't believe it was even, I mean, I don't know if it's an actual conversation that the Colts are having, but I think you it's, play your it's, guy. It's rough listening to talk radio in a city. I mean, Chicago is, I heard people talking about Justin Fields. They couldn't even get a seventh round pick for him uh, anymore. Right. I'm like, you're dumbasses. Like, they, they, what's his name? Uh, Carson Wentz the other season got traded for a second and a third round pick. You don't right. think Justin Fields could get a seventh round pick? Just jackasses on the radio that get paid to do this, unbelievably. We don't even get paid. We do it for the, for the love of pod. That's right. Uh, but back to you then. Uh, too much Cousins, Diggs, Walker, and Hawkinson. Uh, I've got you. Yep. I've just been exceeding expectations all season. I have not expected this. Like you said, relying heavily on my keepers. This matchup, it's not going to be a cakewalk at all. I think I'm going to win by maybe five. Yeah. Or less. So, yeah. you know what Big Dog should do is put Chase Claypool in his lineup <laughs> because you know that he's going to perform against Finley Bush. Been talking all that trash about him. So, we'll see. Next matchup is Nighty versus Jay. The Jizz Boy matchup. Yep. Jizz Boy matchup. So, let's talk about Nighty's team. I feel bad because... Uh, Nighty's in 13th place in the over in the standings right now after spending $109 in season. I'm worried. I'm worried, Nighty. Yeah. AJ Brown and DK Metcalf don't have any keeper value at the end of the year. It's not looking good. Not looking yeah. good at all. So I think Nighty's definitely gonna have to sell early if he continues to lose. I noticed he still has Danny Dimes as his uh, starting QB, which he said he was on the block after uh, that Thursday night game last week. I think uh, he didn't look great, but uh, he's hoping IU can get back for him uh, with that shoulder. But yeah, Jay's got his jizz boys. I mean, he's got yeah. our boy. I don't even know how to say his name anymore in his truck. <laughs> uh, it is boy Tua. So I don't know. I don't know what, what to think about that game. Dolphins are just super hot. That's going to be a fun game. That's yeah, definitely going to be the, the game to watch on TV. Jay, he's been, Jay's been solid all year. He's averaging like 107 uh, weekly score, and I feel like his team is really starting to hit their stride right now. McCaffrey is super fucking reliable. James right. Cook hasn't scored a touchdown yet, but he just continues to put up 100-yard games. Yeah, that's uh, nice. A-Chain, just like you said, that's a nice RB trio. Yeah. And he's got Justice Hill on the on the bench, so he's got nice depth. For sure. The only thing you really could use would be like a high-end wide receiver, but everybody could use a high-end wide receiver in this league besides Byron. But really no glaring holes. Uh, I think it's obvious Jay uh, will be favored in this matchup. I'm taking him. Yeah, I got Jay Bird as well. All right, here's a big matchup right here. Two undefeated squads facing off. Yeah. Greg versus the sidecar. I, I need to put more R's in my uh, in my lap when I'm when I write this out. I only put I just put G R R, and so sometimes I just say Gur. But even though we know what it is, write it out so I can say it better phonetically. But yeah, two three and O teams. Uh, Christian Watson might be coming back this week. Uh, sounds like it. DJ Moore got his first tutty uh, in garbage time last week. 
Mahomes and his ankle seems fine, uh, but man, seems like that's happening a lot for him uh, over the last couple years. Uh, if you guys didn't know, Sidecar needs a wide receiver and a running back. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, I kind of like their pieces that they have. I know you, you kind of talked on it earlier, but I think they're pretty solid. I mean, Swift especially, we, being a boss nominee for me. Um, yeah, they've been scratching and clawing, you know yeah. what I mean? It's been a lot of glue and... Calm. Rubber cement, <laughs> just everything they need. They just a lot of jizz, you know, just putting putting this team together. But I mean, they got Josh Downs in their, their yeah. flex right now. Jackson Smith and Jigma hasn't done shit so far this year. Yeah. So I, yeah, they've been impressive with how little they've have and how many injuries they've had to deal with. But I do have to say this about Sidecar. I think the Smashing Pumpkins said it best. Despite all their rage, they're still just rats in a cage. <laughs> so I'm taking Greg. Uh, that's great. Uh, I'm also on. All right. Next matchup is the boy-liking game of the week. DDS v. The Chattelax. Yep. So, I didn't even write anything down about this game, but we can look at both these teams. Obviously super strong. Yahoo has both of them 107 or higher for their projections. Yeah. Jason should be getting Austin Eckler. That's uh, what I said, yeah. This week, which is going to make a huge difference. He's got Brees Hall on his bench. That's how good Jason's running backs are. And we talked about it this week. Are the Chattelaks back? Yeah. And it is, it's looking like it, you know. Uh, everything seems to be coming together, except for Derrick Henry. Uh, like yeah. Nighty said, he might be out of the league in week five. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, if you you can't, you know, obviously you score three points, can't expect much out of uh, Boss Henry. They're not going to be feeding him the rock like they would be if it was a better game. But I don't know if they're good. I can't tell if they're good or not. Probably not, but are they going to be competitive? It's hard to tell. Yep, and Cincinnati defense is pretty decent. They're not bad. You know, the, the, the glaring weak point in Chad's lineup is the quarterback right now. Yeah. Justin Fields, so... And Jason's strength is the quarterback, Justin Herbert. Yep. The battle yep. with Justin's uh, yep. quarterback. So I think this is going to be, I think this is going to be the highest or second highest scoring uh, matchup of the week in our league. Who you got? Uh, I picked Jason. And I saw he picked up Josh Palmer. So yeah, with, with Mike Williams going down. So maybe he'll get some looks. I went Jace though. All right. I'm taking Chad. So that's that's the only ones we're... we're different on so far all right next matchup is the upset of the week upset of the week uh another could be boy liking almost shafe v davis yeah these next the the last three matchups could have been boy liking that's true that's true 
Shafee, Saquon back. I mean, I haven't really heard much about him if he's looking like he's going to play gonna or be not. A, not only that, it's going to be a hard decision to make because he's on Monday Night Football. So Chafe has to decide, you know, yeah. early if it if it looks like Saquon's going to play or not. I think he is, if I had to guess. Right. But you never know. Randy's getting back Jalen Waddle. Yeah. So both teams will be getting uh, – should be at full strength. Uh, Mike Evans has a TD in each of the first three weeks. That was kind of surprising to me. Also, uh, kind of funny, you know, uh, Shafe's name last year was Bad Tight End Guru, but he might have drafted a really good one. He's got Sam Laporta. Uh, nice week three. He's tight end number two right now, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Which doesn't mean a whole lot because tight ends are so bad this yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we'll see if Quentin Johnston can get more than two targets in a game without um, Mike Williams around because he's been super underwhelming for the opportunities he's been given. And Davis, 30, you know, his team's all right. It's not bad. Better than mine, probably. But Yahoo has this favoring Chafe now, I see, by two points. And that's who I'm taking. I'm taking Blaine over Randy. All right, I went Davis 30 on this one, so. There we go. And the final matchup is the game of the week. We got Byron against Beans, or Butter against the Beans. The Butter butter beans. Beans. There you go. Number one versus number two in the come standings. Wendell has had such wow. bad luck, and it doesn't get any easier from here with uh, facing off against Byron's, you know, juggernaut that he has. If Wendell goes one and three, he could he could be one and three and still be number two in the come standings, which would be super yeah. unfortunate for him. Um, you know, both teams don't have great matchups. Uh, Lamar Jackson at Cleveland. I think Cleveland's only given up one offensive touchdown so far this year, and it was that George Pickens 75-yard strike. That's it. So they haven't really had had to play a tough offense yet, but I don't love that for Wendell. Uh, Jamar Chase at Tennessee, they're decent. Godwin at New Orleans, they're a tough defense. Tony Pollard versus New England, who's pretty solid. Bijan Robinson at Philadelphia. I just keep going down. It's, it's a lot of tough matchups yeah. for Wendell. Um, Byron's aren't that much greater either. Uh, Detroit, his stack of Goff and St. Brown at Green Brown. Bay on Thursday night. That's not good. I think Jared Goff, I think there's some crazy stat that he's like 1 in 12 out in outdoor games, something crazy like that um, since being traded. Right. So it's going to be a super high scoring matchup between these two teams. I love Byron's wide receivers and I love Wendell's running backs. So, yeah. Who are you taking? It was tough for me, uh, but I am going with the Rage. I'm also going with Byron. He's going to stay hot. So, there are your jizz picks for week four. All right. Going to Vegas? Oh, yeah. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. Gambling? Who's anything about gambling? It's not gambling when you know you're going to win. 
I want winners. I want people that want to win. All right, 55 seconds, hit it over the highway. Any takers? You can put it on the board, yes! Because I want to make bank, bro. I want to get ass. I want to drive a Range Rover. All right, last week we went three and one. So we're back. We're back. back. Right, here we go. Uh, yeah, so I think I went one and one. You went two and oh, right? Yeah. All right, for my spread pick this week, KC minus nine. Beat a bad team last week by 31. I'm not sure the Jets are a good team, but I see it the same way. KC minus nine. Yeah, I think uh, last week KC scored like 28 points in the second quarter yeah. on the Bears, something like that. And they just they just kept piling it on. I'm like, oh, Bears are definitely not covering this. Right whatever 12 and a half number it was. I like that pick because Zach Wilson fucking yeah, sucks sure real bad. So I am going to stay with my guys, the Texans yeah. plus three versus the Steelers, hosting the Steelers. The wrong team is favored in this game. I think the Texans are better at home against the Steelers. I think it should have been minus yeah, one, to be, be honest. Pick them or minus one, yeah. Steelers are terrible. Yeah. Kenny Pickett is so bad. He looks like he should be playing left-handed instead. <laughs> so I will be sticking. I mean, the Texans might be the new Eagles for me right yeah, now. Wow. I think they're going to be a, a cover machine this year until the until Vegas catches up with them. All right. On my over-under, I'm taking a stinky, poopy game. The titans Bengals under 40 and a half. I just... I, these both these offenses are really bad and i just it's a really low number yeah. but it's not low enough you know i did look at some unders this week but i again went with an over <laughs> <laughs> keep them guessing uh i went seahawks uh giants over 44 and a half Monday night football. yeah giants have given up 98 points through three games i can see it continuing and when they're down, I mean, they, they do put up some points. So uh, that's why I think this one will go over 44 and a half. No D and some garbage time late. All right. Four and oh. You're right. There you got it. Parlay it. <laughs> All right. The final and most important segment, best of group me. Wouldn't you like to get away? Pretty quick this week. We'll lead it off with uh, your t- your TD from 06. What did you run there? A slant from Chad? Uh, the, the, we called that play Ace 4 4. Oh, yeah. The four meant streaking down the, the field, but I turned it into a slant because Rochester was terrible that year. I scored three touchdowns that game. No big deal. And you were all in the first half. Oh, nice. <laughs> Let the freshman play in the second half or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't even play the second half of that game. It was it was a bloodbath. But yeah, I think Chad, Chad had to have at least four touchdowns. I know because Quintana caught one also. That's what he does. That's what it was. It was yeah. He cr- we crushed them. Uh, I talked about this one earlier, but when uh, well, the bad tight end guru uh, he posted that if he keeps Mostert, he'll kick his own ass. 
And I found it found it interesting that 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 take got 11, 11 likes on the uh, Jimmy's post got eleven. The OG post by Bad Tight End Guru got ten. So yeah, it was well. It was what happened is I posted everybody's potential keepers. Oh, I think okay. I put my chart out there from like the off season right. or something like that. And Mostert was a $10 keeper uh, option. He went for 23 wow. in the auction. Uh, it's looking like it was money well spent by Davis. Should have, should have just made the trade and kept him, I guess, or just kept him yourself, Shafe. Yeah. Another good one, always classic, when Wiggs posts something about Allie Neidlinger. Um, <laughs> happy birthday, Mom. It was a good one. I can't remember what he said, something like, fuck yes, or something like that. Yeah. This is how my favorite porno starts. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, after the comes were uh, posted, Jay just put LMAO at rats. So, yeah, that was that's it for hey, me, man. You still got a shot. I hope so. That just means. I hope so. You know, Knight, I thought it was interesting. He said he didn't have much time to do the write-up uh, for the Monday Fantasy League rundown that he always writes. But it was top-notch. What's he yeah. doing? Like, I even wrote some of those, the Rick versus Cree matchup, the battle for the Roach. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. The old Nidlinger hot tub having chlamydia. Yeah, that, that, was that was good. That was a good one. And then the last thing he wrote, like I thought was funny, was Big Dog's girlfriend knows Mike Mead so he can finger blast her to that later tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It was, it was posted a little later uh, this Monday, yeah. and I was a little bit worried, yeah. but it was it was all worth the wait when it came out. It's always a good read. It's it's actually Nighty's birthday next week. I was I asked him to guest on the pod. Oh, nice. But uh, but he said he's going to be you know balls deep okay. uh, next week. So we'll have to get him in two weeks to do something. So I'm going to be reaching out to a league member this for this upcoming week, and we're going to get a guest. All right. So, so mystery guest next week. Volunteer if you want, or I can just force someone by gunpoint to be on. So side chat me. So give me a heads up. For sure. All right. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. Uh, same, man. Uh, Joe, play that motherfucking outro. Just like me